Hey everybody, it's Lori Finkelstein Reader, and I am so excited to have Wi-Fi because the last <laughs> time I tried to bring the amazing Matt Weiner, who is not only my business partner and dear friend, but he's family, and we lost Wi-Fi. So this is super exciting. Yes. And I just want to remind all of you real estate agents, and I also want to make this message to people who want to be real estate agents, that Table Talk Live was born because I myself know what it's like to be a brand new agent, an experienced agent, and still needing to surround myself with people who have already accomplished the things that I want to accomplish. So uh, this is something that we want to bring to you and bring lots of people who have mastered different different pieces of the real estate business so that you can learn and move your business forward much faster than maybe I did when I was a young agent. So I welcome all of you. And um, again, as I said in the beginning, um, I know most of you watching will know Matt Weiner. So we met um, about 15 years ago and um, he was very young and very energetic and just had such a zest for helping other human beings that I knew we needed to be in business together. And um, maybe one day when we have more time, I'll tell you the story about how his parents said that he should come and work for me one day. So I am honored, um, I am very humbled actually to say that for 15 years, Matt, you and I have been in business together. Um, I, there are really no words. Love you too, boss lady, ride together, yeah. die together. That's right. And there really are no words um, to express to any of you who have had relationships where, you know, it's give and take. Sometimes there's good times, there's bad times, there's challenging times. Uh, right now, we as a community, as a country, we're all going through one of the toughest times we've ever had. And um, Matt, you have been, when I say by my side, like I'm not kidding. And I want to share I'm so excited to be doing this with you today because I want people to see how you can really win when you are patient and you get into business with the right people. So if it's okay with you, I would love to launch in and start asking you some of my questions. Let's do this. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Um, so you have been in real estate for 18 years already. That's a lucky number. And... 15 of those 18 years, we have been in business together. Yes, we I have. Love, yes, and I would love for you to share with those that are watching, what do you attribute, what are the top three attributes an agent must have to have a long, successful career? And, and when we say 15 years together, you and I both know we're just getting started here. That's right, baby. So, <laughs> So if you would share, tell, tell people, what does it take? I think uh, the first attribute is that you have to be learning based and you have to fall in love with the process. You know, we have a lot of people, we live in this instant gratification on demand society. You could go to the bathroom, not realize you don't have toilet paper, order it. By the time you're done, the Amazon guy drops it off and it just doesn't work like that with selling real estate. You know, I think a lot of people, they want to go to Z without going through all the letters of the alphabet. So you just have to constantly be learning. We used to watch your mom who had been in real estate 40 years, going to classes, learning what's new, learning about digital and virtual and all this. So 
I think not enough people focus on actually learning. They just want to go out and do it. And there's a lot that goes into it. Um, that would, I'd, I'd say is the number one, you have to be passionate. You have to be customer service based. You know, it's not about us. It's about meeting the client where they're at. If they smell money breath on you, they know that instantaneously. I've been in situations where I've told my client, I don't think this is the right home for you. And I truly meant that because I care about what they're going to do. And I care about doing what's right for them because honestly, a lot of our clients turn into our family along the, along the road. So you have to be passionate about what you do and you have to be customer service based. And the last one, and this goes for any kind of job, you have to love what you do for a living. People, you know, my clients say to me all the time, you work so hard, you work so hard. I say the same thing every single time. Real estate is like being in the mafia. This is the life that we have chosen. I can't be a realtor that says, I'm going to call you if you call me after five o'clock the next day, because then a realtor like me is going to pick up that phone and book a listing appointment. So for me, I have to be there when they're ready to be there. If they're a doctor, they can't talk to me at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, I get it. A lot of people will say, no, you shouldn't like run your business like that, but I'm going to be there for when my clients are. And along the years, you'll gain leverage, you'll grow your business. You won't have to be there 24 seven. But for new agents, you have to be there when the client wants you to be there. And that's that's just the way it works. I love that. And what I heard you say in the very beginning about these three attributes is find the right mentors, find people you can look up to. You said that you watched my mom, right? She was 40 years in the business. Think about what we can all learn when we when we when we get in front of the right mentors because they've done it. Yep. And even though some things are different, the main thing that you said is serving the client. That yeah. is not changed. So yeah. I love that. I love that. And I love that, you know, it's like if you're a doctor or a police officer, you know, you choose to serve. That is what you decided. So, yes, if your client needs you at 10 o'clock at night or at 9 o'clock at night or in order to not lose out an offer and you're competing, you're going to work whatever it takes. And I've seen you do that. Yeah. for 15 years and never waver. That might have something to do with selling 100 homes a year. You guys write that down, 100. And I expect to see that double in the next few years. Yeah. Called a servant heart. If you choose to get into real estate, I, Matt, this is a point that you just hit. Honestly, I think this is huge. And that is that it was your choice and that is how you choose to serve. Yeah. Um, and I don't care if it's a $50,000 condo, a $800 rental. I just want to help as many people as possible because you never know where that's going to lead. You get, a, you know, we talk about all the time, you do an $800 rental that yep. no one would help those people out. And then their cousin's buying a million dollar house. And because you took the time that no one else did, you get the benefit of that. You're a true servant leader, my friend, and it has shown over the years, and I know that will never change. That's and right. the way we respond to that is bam, and that's B with five M's. Bam. Bam. <laughs> um, so what were the biggest challenges that you had to overcome? Wow, you guys, I could answer this. What were the biggest challenges <laughs> that you had to overcome early on in your career? The funny thing is, I think looking back at them when I was going through these answers, it's really a mindset thing. When I first got into real estate, it was my age or so I thought, you know, I'm 23 years old. My friends are still partying in college. Their families have houses. My family has houses, you know, so between my age and my sphere, I didn't really have that business to go to. 
I'll tell you this, in the beginning of my career, I had some of the best naps in my life in the parking lot of EWM and other places because I didn't have any business or anyone to call. So I would work or what I thought was working. I really wasn't doing anything. Um, so between my age, my sphere, and the other thing was no capital, right? So I call this being in the mailroom. You know, I got some flyers and I helped, had my family help me uh, do the postage on them and I sent them out. And if you remember the dinosaurs, I uh, will remember there was a guy, Craig Proctor, and I bought his system and I put ads in the paper, but just not having the capital. So those were what I thought were the challenges. But really, if you knew what you're talking about and you can go into a room and have a conversation about real estate and you know what you're talking about, it doesn't matter how old you are. And in today's day and age, we're seeing a lot of younger realtors get in here. Within a year or two years, they're making six figures, they're blowing it out of the park. And it's just because they have the right mindset. I, even though I had the right mindset, I wasn't putting it into use when I first got into the business. Yeah. And well, you are the master of mindset for anybody who knows the Lori reader team, Matt owns the mindset of our organization. That's right. Um, so really interesting right now, we've got a lot of people getting into the business between the age, like you were 20, 22, 23, they're graduating college. They're less than 30 years old. And we're watching them in the first month, two months, selling multiple properties. And I believe wholeheartedly it's because the systems are available and the training is available. This business of, hey, I'm going to get in real estate. I'm not going to make money for a year. That's gone. Yeah. It is about the mindset. And it's really just about we, you and I both know on our business, there are no limits. It's yeah. it's whatever. It's get in business with the right people, and we there is just nothing going to stop. We have no ceiling. Right. So, we dug in the trenches, you know. Like we we didn't have these pretty pictures on the MLS, and we didn't have you know we your your mom had a book. We had this DOS based system. Like we didn't have all these things at our advantage. So the yeah. agents that that really treat this like a job and not like a hobby, they have so many resources out there for them that the amount, the speed to get to the, where the other, the higher ups are for a lack of a better word, you can get there so much quicker than we did because of the technology that's out there. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned something about how serving someone who's renting a property that's 800, 1000, 1500, whatever that is, a mistake frequently made that you never made was that you're going to serve families and build clients forever. I know that you have a massive repeat and referral. Uh, people call you daily looking for you and refer you because to all the agents out there, you guys, if you want to truly make clients, your clients for life, they go through different stages. They may have a child that's going, a kid that's going to college and they need a $1,500 rental. They may have an uncle who's a neurosurgeon buying a $2 million house. So Matt, where you've been really strong is that you have really taken care of the consumer. And that, that is, you know, that's, that's the, one of our core values, right? The consumers are North star. That's why you and I are, unless, right. you get, unless you get out of line, then it's Lori, Matt, <laughs> Lori you've wins. Called my, you've called my mom and my dad before. So it wouldn't be a yes, person. I do. I can call your mama again if I need you. Now I call your wife. Oh, that would be worse than calling your mom. <laughs> um, how much has the business changed and how much of it's really the same? I, I love this question. Um, I mean, the business is constantly evolving and changing. Look, we're going through Corona right now, right? 
there was a week period where me and you were freaking out. We didn't know what was going to happen. And what did we do? We pivoted, right? right? We went virtual and we did it quickly. So quickly that the last two months we've sold 40 or 50 more homes per month than we were prior to COVID happening. Yeah. So it's constantly evolving. The one thing that's, and, and the difference is also is if you're not quick to change your business model when the times change, you're going to be left behind, right? And a lot of people, they that's happened to them during this. When you talk to realtors, almost everybody's saying this market's on fire. There's still not a lot of inventory. The in interest rates are great. You know, so if you have that mindset, that's what it's going to happen. If you have the mindset of like nothing's working, this whole COVID thing, you're going to have neg negative mindset. That's what's going to happen. But one of the things that's never going to change is that you have to talk to people now. That might be by text and not phone, depending on who that person is or email. But the leads are not going to just call you. You have to actually, you can pay for leads, but if you don't call them, you're not going to do any business with them. So the phone is always going to be the first you know, line of, of our business. You have to pick up the phone. You have to call people. Our friends are not pre-programmed to only go to us to buy or sell a house. We've all been there where we didn't call a friend of ours and they've bought and sold with somebody else. Yeah. It's not a good feeling. So at the end of the day, a lot is changing because everything's more virtual, but you still got to pick up the phone. You still got to call people. And we say it all the time, the funds are in the follow-up. So if you're not following up with people, you're not going to have the fund. If you're yeah. following up with people, you're going to have the funds. That's just the way that it works. So true. And I just want to touch on what's been going on with COVID um, really quickly. So, and believe you me, you know how I am. My foot is so hard down on this throttle right now because I still think we've got some pretty tough times ahead of us. Yeah. I also think, I also know that we will pivot. Yeah always make sure we are serving the consumer, right? So this is where we're all on the same level in our organization. And to all of you who, there's so many great real estate companies and there's so many fantastic teams out there. Look really hard at your leaders and look hard at the people you're in business with. And know that I believe, Matt, one of the reasons why we're having exponential growth it's because of the people. I give that credit to you and the people on our team. Interest rates are low and yes, people want bigger homes and we've got a really big following, but you know what? It's all back to you and the people on our team. I give you guys so much credit. I mean, I, I take zero credit. Believe and it's me. The morning, those morning meetings we have, 8.30 to 9, where different people are bringing up a subject or practicing scripts or going through yeah. like this. That's so valuable that yeah. people, you know, some people, they get into real estate, they say, let me go to the 100% company, which is fine if you have experience, but the company you should always go to are the ones that are going to teach you how to sell real estate because we all know Gold Coast does not teach you how to sell real estate. It teaches you how to pass a test. You need to go to a company that's going to train you constantly, whether it's us or any of the other companies out there. You just constantly have to be learning and then you can worry about your commission later. Learn first, earn second. Yeah. Learn to earn. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Okay, so this is one of my most favorite questions that I get to ask you. You do crazy volume. You do massive volume, right? You are one of the top agents from here all the way across the country as it, as it relates to your production and your following and what have you. Why do you stay in the team model versus going out on your own? What what? Why do you stay? And I hope you can go deep on this because mm -hmm. I think it's important. You know, over time, people will call me all the time that are in real estate. This is 
every single week. Hey, Lori, you know what? I really want to try to make it on my own, but if I can't, I really want to join your team. So right. that's kind of, a, kind of a misnomer, right? Because we know we've got some of the biggest hitters in real estate on a team. Right. So I would just love for you to specifically share with all your experience, all your expertise. You have a big sphere. You have people who love you. You have a following. Why do you stay on the LFR team? Yeah, I, I honestly, I answer this question every day to different people. There's a few things and you said it first. Number one, and when I went to college, every one of my business classes was find a mentor, go learn from that mentor who's doing it at a high level. So it's like I'm getting to learn basketball from Michael Jordan. That's how I always used to refer to you as. I got, I got to go out on all these listing appointments. I learned from the best. Secondly, I grew up down here. Every one of my best friends, guys and girls, we've known each other since five years old. So I'm very loyal to the people that are loyal to me. And I grew up playing sports my whole life. I love the team atmosphere. Of course, I could go out and sell real estate on my own. But number one, it's not going to be as much fun. I'm not going to have the support system that I have. We have full marketing staff. We have transaction coordinators. All I have to do is go talk to people, book appointments, get listings signed, get stuff under contract and repeat. So I get to do my favorite thing, which is go meet people, get their houses on the market, get it sold. I don't have to focus on the marketing. I don't have to focus on the transactional side of it. And I just, I want to see where we're going to go. I can't wait till we get to a thousand houses and then 2000 houses and 3000. It's like being on a championship team and, and leaving before you're, before it's time. There's no point in that. Like I, it's, there makes no sense. I make a really, really good amount of money and I get to do it with people I love. And I also like to teach the young agents on our team to see how quick they can accomplish goals that took us maybe seven or eight years that they can do in one. So there's yeah. just so many things that go into it. It's um, it's really interesting because um, you are, I'm sure by far, one of the highest compensated real estate agents in Broward County. And that's a big county with a lot of real estate agents. So I think a lot of times, People are not joining teams because they're afraid they'll get lost, right? That they won't have their, their name out there or their notoriety. Um, but to me, to me, it's interesting. I love that you and I can talk about this and we can share because some people, they love doing what you do. You love being on the phone and talking to your sellers and, and occasionally with buyers. And then you love going out and meeting them. And then you're a fierce negotiator. But all the stuff in between that makes you zero money, we do it. Right, right. And um, also, I know you'll agree with me, but obviously, if you're choosing a real estate team and you choose the right one, there's no ceiling on income. There's yeah. no ceiling on growth path. It's, and that was the thing. You never, you never held me back. You wanted me to grow my team under your team. You wanted me to have five people under my team. Like you never. Ten. <laughs> I don't, I say it all the time too. I don't need the recognition as long as when I walk into Chase Bank, they all say, hello, Mr. Weiner, you're here again. Cause that's all I care about. You know, I don't care that I need to be the person. There's some people that have that in them. When you grow up with all your friends, you know, and it's just, I, I want everyone to do good. So for me, it's not a one-off thing. It's I want to do good. I want the people on my team to do good. I want the people that are on our team to do good. And, and that's just what it comes down to. Yeah. It's really interesting. And um, like you said, you love the team environment and you love giving back and you love helping others. And 
um, it's really, really, really awesome that you and many of our other team members, there's no reason why you're not netting a million dollars, all of you, because there is no ceiling on a powerful real estate agent's income. Right. You got to do the work. And I love that you tell people that because that's the part no one wants to talk about. Right. So people are thinking, well, I'll just work my sphere. Well, that's great if you're going to call your sphere. Right. So like you said it, Matt, there's nothing worse than one of your good friends. How about a family member who said, hey, listen, I'm interested in selling or buying. And then we don't follow up because it's a family member and they love us. And then we see on Facebook, they have their new home. Right. So, and you can have victim mentality and you can blame them. But at the end of the day, if I don't get a listing because I didn't follow up, it's because I didn't follow up. If I don't have a friend of mine buy or sell a house with me, it's because I didn't follow up with them. I didn't ask for the business. Yeah. A lot of people live in the blame it on everybody else society versus take accountability for yourself, you know, and that's all comes back to your mindset. And that's just, mm -hmm. again, it's one of the most important things. Yeah you have one of the most powerful mindsets of anybody I've ever met. And our whole team knows about Matt Weiner's mindset. I literally have to tell him when your mindset's in a good space. Okay, great. And if it's not out. Yeah. I've been kicked out of the office. If I going down the rabbit hole, which even someone like me with a strong mindset can do, you just got to check yourself. Five times a funeral and move on. It, it happens, Maddie. Yeah. Okay. So this is a really cool question and it's one that I get asked all the time. And I'm sure you're being asked the question is how will real estate look different a year from today? If at all, how will it yeah. look different this time next year? Yeah. It's funny because before COVID we were doing the zoom or not zoom, uh, like Google hangout morning meetings. And I hated it. I wanted everyone to come into the office just like we did. I thought it was better for that kind of interaction. And we shifted to these Zoom meetings when COVID happened. And I was always the one against it. I didn't like it. I like people being in the office. So I just think we're gonna keep seeing things go more virtual. I think this shows people that you don't need this big office space. Everybody's working from home and our team has flourished with doing it that way. So I think that's what's gonna go out the window, the brick and mortar. But what I don't think a lot of people are ready for is what's gonna happen or most likely gonna happen in the next six to eight months with all these mortgages that went into forbearance that people did not understand. I think it's very possible we're gonna see a lot of foreclosures and we're gonna see short sales unless the banks decide to give people loan modifications, which I don't know if they're going to want to do. So I think we've been living in this kind of fantasy real estate world for the last 10, 12 years where it's been so easy to sell real estate. There's not inventory. Your buyer has to make an offer on overpriced, pay over the appraisal and sellers are getting their money. And when we get back to where it's actually, you have to work to sell real estate, I think we're probably gonna see a lot of people that just are not cut out for it. They're gonna leave the business because they're not willing to put in the time and effort. And we're gonna have to really be therapists almost with our clients that may be losing their house or they haven't had a job in six to eight months. I mean, it's horrible, you know, but these are the things that are possibly gonna happen in the next yeah. six to eight months. Which you and I went through heavily in 2008 yeah. And it, it basically <clears throat> was you and I going from listing to listing to listing, trying to find solutions for families yeah. that were losing their homes. And what I hear more than anything from you and what I know for a fact for everybody watching, 
you picking up the phone and having conversations with people that are in your world. Maybe they have bought from you. Maybe they haven't. Maybe they've sold. Maybe they haven't. Maybe they're a renter. Maybe they're an investor. It doesn't matter. You want to be a resource. You want to be someone that people can count on as it relates to real estate when things go bad. Because reality is, and Matt and I both know this really, really well, is that you really will find out who's in your world, in your world, when things go bad. Everybody shows up when things are great. But I know know during those first few months when COVID, when we were all in the stay at home order, um, our team made sure every one of you, especially the listing team, you guys were on that phone just making sure our people were okay. How mm. are you? How can we help you? Is your family okay? You guys watching this, you must make very powerful deposits into other right. human beings so that it's okay to ask for the business when the time is right. You just said it. Every call does not have to be a business call. Sometimes I'm in a neighborhood where a client sold and I call them and I'm like, I just was in your neighborhood. I'm thinking about you. God, it's been five years. You know, how, how are your kids doing? And you're just calling them to check in with, and that's all people care about. Like you said, you're, you're putting deposits, right? It's not just calling for something that you want to, do they have any real estate? No, you're finding out what's going on in your client's lives, you know, and then it just naturally turns into that kind of conversation. Yeah. You know, you said it um, about two questions ago. You said you chose real estate. You chose this career to help people. Like and the mafia. Yeah. Just like the mafia. So this is the mafia of real estate. Then you right. chose you chose to do this. This was your 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 heart's desire, your passion. You could have done a lot of things. Yeah. You're a college grad. You there you have lots of opportunity as it relates to sales, but you chose it. And that means that you're a resource to your customer good times, bad times, not just when they want to buy and sell. And I think a lot of people miss the boat on that. Yeah. You know, we're, in, we're in the people business. Yep. And especially when times are tough, you know, when our team was dialing out, when we were in the stay-at-home shelter, I heard on a daily basis, multiple times, agents, hey, if I hadn't called that person, no one was calling them. They were alone. Yeah. You know, that's how you build clients for life. You do the work. People don't want to do the work. They feel like they can take this little little short escalator to the top. Does not work like that. No. Well, Mr. Matt Weiner, um, unless there's anything else you want to share, I my heart just explodes with gratitude for you. You are hilarious. You're super smart. You're a royal pain in my you know what. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Let's go. Keep them coming. Yes. I would choose you out of a million people. I'm so grateful for your new wife, Danielle, who I'm hopelessly in love with. Me uh, too. Yes, I've officially handed you off to her, by the way. Your parents handed you to me. Now I handed you to Danielle. We're good. Okay. Um, <laughs> is there anything else that you want to leave um, anybody watching with? I just think, look, this is a great, if you're in this business, it's amazing as long as you treat it like, like it is. It's not something that's just gonna happen overnight. It's not easy, just keep grinding, put in the time and effort, learn your craft, pick up the phone, call people, and that's what it all comes down to. Yeah, success over time. And and I wanna leave everybody with something, and that is Matt is a true picture of what it looks like when you don't miss the steps. 
when you start out in one place and you learn each incremental part of this business, there are a lot of parts to the business. It doesn't mean you can't sell lots of houses along the way. No. Let me putting, putting that to back on that. Um, what you just said is so true. I started out on my own. I did it for a couple years. Like I said, I took a lot of great naps in the beginning, but then I got on your team. I was your showing assistant. Then I got to go out on probably four or 500 listing appointments with you. I became a buyer agent on the team, became the top buyer agent on the team. Then you went one way towards like CEO. I went into listing agent mode. And it's just like starting in the mailroom who Camilla will know it's our inside joke, but like from the time that I was with my family, like putting stamps on envelopes, you know, and sending out letters to the, to the neighborhood, you, it's not a problem to start at the bottom and work your way up because then, you know, every single job that goes into becoming the successful realtor. So if you have to go back and learn something or do something because your admin is busy or whatever the case may be, you know, all the steps. Don't be afraid to start at the bottom and work your way up. There's Feels nothing. Good. No, there isn't. I love it. Well, I want to blow you a big kiss. I would love to hug you, but that's not going to happen right now. But I thank you. <laughs> you always own a piece of my heart and just keep, keep kicking it. You're awesome, Maddie. Love you too, boss lady. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye everybody. Bye.